warm in here, isn't it? Repeat after me. Thank you, God, that I can feel the heat. So I'm done with that. Yeah. Yeah. Folks are talking about air conditions. Can I say it? Some of these folks grew up and didn't even know what air condition was. Yeah, come on. All right. Well, I want to talk about something that will help you. And you need to get this, folks. You need to get this. You need to learn how to be grateful. You, you need to learn how to be grateful and how to be thankful. And so we want to talk about that being very thankful. I mean, like it is, and we thought I was joking, I'm not joking. It's hot. There are some people who would like to be here and the only thing they had to do is fan themselves. They, you know, you understand what I'm saying? On yesterday, one of my old friends that I'd played ball with for years uh, called me and said, Johnny, how you doing? Boy, we talked, it took him a while for me to recognize who he was. And he's much younger than me, and he was talking about his life, what happened to him. He had one of his legs amputated. And I, really, I felt bad about it. And then he was talking to me about another one of our friends, that's his roommates, that had both legs amputated. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Of course, we know that's diabetes, right? And so uh, no matter what your condition is in this morning, you hear. And one of the things that we want to do is we forget sometimes to be thankful of the good times. There's a thing that I say, and you've heard me say it sometimes at home-going celebrations, whatever y'all want to call them now, is that, you know, when I grow too old to dream, I still have you to remember. And so the, the thing of it is, is sometimes when you're going through a hard time, you need to remember the good times. You understand what I'm saying? I, I was uh, at one of my good friends' uh, mother's passed away on uh, Friday, well, passed away before Friday, the funeral on Friday, and, and uh, it was to watch that, and we had been friends for like years. And uh, he's going through some physical things and spiritual things, and his wife's going through some physical things. And uh, he was so glad to see y'all's pastor there, and he was grateful and asked why. Because nobody was taking care of business. Now, some folks ain't liking me out there, because who's that little guy that's running everybody around out there? Because I was taking care of my brother. You see, but at that, at that uh, uh, funeral, homegoing celebration, life, whatever you want to call them, we'll think something else in a few years from now. Someone walked up to me and said, you Johnny Fields. I said, yeah, you the sprinter. I said, I remember you back in the 80s and 90s, and the last time I saw you, it was 1997, you was over track meet where my son was running. I thank God for those days that I was able to be out there on that track with that heat, 100, and so I'm grateful for my yesterdays. And when sometimes when things get, get to me a little bit, then I started thanking God for the yesterdays and the blessing he's restored upon me. And the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 and 18, rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For well, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. There have been some things in my life that were very painful, mentally, spiritually, some emotionally, and some financially. And I thank God for those times because it taught me, those bad times taught me how to handle situations and circumstances. You see, have you ever been broke? That's painful, isn't it? 
It'll teach you how to take care of your money. Oh, you understand what I'm talking about? And, and then sometimes you lose somebody, a lost one, and you have to go back and thank God for all the times that you had with that somebody. You understand what I'm saying? And, you know, there was a time when he said, uh, yeah, the sprinter. Yeah, there was a time when, when Johnny Fields could roll in his 40s and 50s. Johnny Fields now is thankful he can roll up out of bed now <laughs> in his 70s. You understand what I'm saying? So we need to be able to be thankful. And every one of you have got something to be thankful. You hear. You hear. You see? And God has, if you hear, he still has something for you to do. Here's something that most people don't know. Everybody's got a calling. Everybody's got a calling. And it ain't in the church. It ain't here. It's out there. There's somebody who needs you out there. They remember me from being Coach Fields and being the director of the track. And they were grateful somebody to do it because they didn't want to do it. You see what I'm saying? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to get off of it today, and we're going to be grateful for the rest of our life and thankful for the blessing God's stored upon us. Through the hard times, the bad times, the good times, the sad times, you made it through it. And you need to be thankful for that. You understand? And when I looked at those guys, when I talked to Henry, well, Henry called me and told me that, that guy was one of the best athletes ever, you see. And I looked at that, and then, you know, I thought about what I've been through and said, thank you, God. Yeah. I, I got both legs. And then he told me about the other brother, Brother Dixon. He told me about both legs. I said, thank you, God. Yeah. You, these, you understand? And these guys are younger than me. And they've been doing this for a long time. So I'm going to tell you, everybody in here has got something to be thankful for. Yeah. And you see, when, when, when pain comes, put your praise on. So you see, what we need to be is thanksgivers. Thanksgivers, you know. Some of you got some, uh, some of you in here I'm looking at, got, you got spouses sitting beside you, you got family sitting beside you. When's the last time you told them, I am grateful God put you in my life? You see that, you see. When's the last time you told your wife, I'm thankful you're my life, your husband, your daughter, your sister, your nephew, whoever's in your life, your friend, I'm glad, thankful for you. Because there's nobody makes it on their own. Nobody makes it on their own. We all are grateful. I'm grateful, so grateful to see you all fanning in here, you see. <laughs> I am so grateful to see that because you're uncomfortable. But your ear ought to not be. You see? So we're going to talk about being thankful. Say, I'm thankful and I'm blessed. You see, there used to be a, a, my pastor at one time was Bishop Smith. And he used to get up and he's a big man. And he said, I got up this morning and I opened up my eyes. I said, thank you. He had that big voice. He said, I, I turned over to my bed and sat down. I said, thank you. He said, I put my foot on the floor. I said, thank you. And he would always do that. And I didn't know what, how important that was until later on in life. You see, someone told, you know, listen, how can I not be grateful? We're talking a seven-time cancer guy. Seven times. Some folks don't even make it one time. So when I hear somebody one time, I'm like, hey, I've been seven. You got six more to go. You'll be okay. You see what I'm saying? And so the reason, the reason, and sometimes, listen to me very careful, some of you Ambition is robbing you of your blessing. 
So God is not blessing you where you at because that's not where he wants you to be now. And you'll look back later and say, I see what it is, and I thank God that he's put me where I'm at right now. Are you with me? So we're going to do a Psalms, okay? And y'all let me know again in, in 30 minutes. When I say that, I'll try to get you all out of here like I do usually. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so we will be coming from Psalms 138 from the message. Thank you. Everything in me says thank you. So every time, everything in you ought to say what? Thank you. Thank you. Everything in you ought to say thank you. You are here this morning, hot and sweating with fans. Thank you. And, and, and I'm going to talk to my, my buddies, the ponders. I used to call them the pounders. The ponders, they're my buddies. We'll laugh at that because we remember when the house didn't have no air conditioning, the church didn't have no air conditioning, the car didn't have no air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? And, and we used to have that fan and didn't have enough sense to have a fan. Now they say, turn it around backwards because if you do it this way, it blows all the heat in. <laughs> you see, so we are thankful because they know what I'm talking about. They're laughing because they're going to leave this hot place here and go in an air conditioned car. Used to go hot place, hot car, hot home. So we're saying thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, it says thank you. Everything in me says thank you. All right, here we go. Angels, listen as I sing my thanks. See, the angels can't sing the song you can sing. An angel can't tell a song about salvation. An angel can't say the song I've been born by the blood of Jesus Christ. So here we go. And do what? I kneel in worship facing your holy temple and say it again. Thank you. And I'm, I'm, I'm say it again. I can't thank him enough. I can't thank God enough. Do you understand what I'm saying? And some of you need to say thankful. Get off that negative stuff and start thinking about God, about the good stuff in your life. Two. Thank you for your love. And most of all, thank you for your love. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. That's scripture. I thank God for allowing me, Johnny Fields, to know that nothing can separate me from him loving me. That's the book. All right? Thank you for your faithfulness. Most holy is your name. Most holy is your name, the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, holy is his name. Most holy is your word. Who's the word? Jesus Christ is the word. I thank God for the word and this book here. And this, and this is here. Listen to me. The moment I called out, you stepped in. You made my life large with strength. The moment I called out. The moment I called out, you stepped in and made me large with strength. The moment I called out in the hospital, some of you been there? You may be going through a divorce. Some of you been there? Sicknesses of somebody, lost somebody, been there? You called out. He was there. And, he, and, and my life, large with strength. Because sometimes it takes something bigger than me. God has to empower me to give me something bigger than me. I know what I'm talking about here. You see, I like doing a message of something I know about. On the day I needed you, I called you. On the day I needed you, Lord, mm -hmm. I called you. And what happened? And you responded and, and infused my soul He with refused my what? 
soul. Infuse my soul. We've been taught in, in, on these classes, our teacher's been teaching us, it's deeper than your head. <laughs> Some stuff is down in here. It's buried down in your soul. You understand what I'm saying? Read that again for me, please. Yes, on the day I needed you, I called and you responded and infused my soul with strength. You gave my soul with strength. Right. Now, everybody ain't been here, but you'll get there. You'll get to a point in your life when it's too much. It's too much. It's too much to bear. And you'll cry out, and guess what? He'll infuse. He'll infuse your soul. Because see, some of you haven't been hurt yet deep down into your soul. There's some folk in here can tell you how that feels. It feels hopeless. And it hurts, and it's a pain that you can't describe. But it's down in your soul, and there's nothing you can do about it but call on God. Because, see, man can get mind deep, but God can get soul deep. You say, I can counsel you and get, try to get in your head, but I can't get in your soul. Only God can deliver you from the pain and the hurt in your soul. He said, I cried out to him. Cried out to him. And he strengthened me there. Go ahead. He infused me there. Yeah, that's right. So, All right, the Amplified puts it this way. On the day I called you, you answered me. You see, I keep repeating myself. On the day I called you, answered me, and you made me bold. Mm -hmm. I was afraid what they were going to do. I was afraid of this disease. Some of you are going through disease, whether it be cancer, whether it be diabetes, whatever it is. I was afraid of being alone. Come on here. Some of you have been, been there. I was afraid to go to this new job. I've been afraid, but I called out, and you made me bold, and I walked with my head up and confidence with a renewed strength in my life like I have never had before. Do you understand what I'm talking about? See, Satan is a liar, and the truth ain't in him. He comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. But the Bible says, Jesus says, but I come to give you life and life more abundantly. And see, and see, and, 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 you, and he strengthened me deep within my soul. He breathes fresh courage in me when I was afraid and fear was on me because the Bible says that God does not put the spirit of fear in man. And when that spirit of fear came in me, he breathed in me and fear had to go. You see, because fear had no place in me. Do y'all understand what I'm talking about? We need to stand up and, 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 and to say, God, breathe in me. Breathe your strength in me. When he breathes his strength in me, he removes fear from my life. Do you understand what I'm talking about? You have to understand that. And next time you get that and that fear tries to get in there and you got to talk to fear, you tell that spirit of fear, because it's a spirit, you tell that spirit of fear, you are a liar, you will not come and destroy my life in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Be gone. And then God will replace that fear with strength and courage, and you're ready to go do what you got to do. Amen to that. Amen. All right? And in verse 4, when they hear what you have to say. And then when they hear what you have to say. God, all earth's kings will say thank you. When they hear what you have to say, God, the whole earth's got to say thank you. You need to thank him this morning. If y'all were smart, you'd say, it ought to get hot more. The pastor's on fire. <laughs> All right, here we go. And they'll sing of what you've done. Wait a minute, and they'll sing of what you've done. How great the glory of God. 
They'll sing for what you've done. How great is the glory of God. Do you understand it? You see? All right. And in verse 6, and here's why. God high above sees far below. Come on, come on, come on. Somebody, only you people know what I'm talking about. Good thing he sees far below. Because some of us was way down there. Some of us was way down there. You see, some of us were way down below. But when I was way below, even in sin, come on, get here with me. He still saw me. And probably told somebody, leave him alone. Even when the deaf angel would have came here, because there's been some stuff I better get in. I could have got really got been shot and killed and everything. But so I got plans for him. How can you have plans for him when he's so low? God said, because I'm going to raise him up. I'm going to resurrect his life. And one day he's going to stand up in a pulpit and preach the gospel of Christ to a congregation. Are y'all with me? If he'll do it for me, he'll do it for you. All right. And no matter the distance, he knows everything about us. No matter how far you away, he knows everything about you. I'm going to call your children this morning. Children, he knows where you're at. He, no matter how far away you are, he knows where you're at. He's got, he's got his eye on you. He's got his eye on you. You might go through some pain. You might suffer a little bit, but you're a child of God. You will not be destroyed. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because he's got his eye on you. You understand? Some of us know, some of you, we got some people in recovery. When you were throwing up with that alcohol, holding on to the stool, he was there with you. He was there with you. Yeah, he was. When you were drugging it out, he was there with you. Say, tell the truth, Pastor. When you were fornicating, he knew that. He was there with you because he had a greater plan than the sin you were in for your life. For your life. Yes. All right. All right. All right. Verse 7, when I walk into the thick of trouble. And when I walked into the thick of trouble and some of the trouble that I walked in was my own making. Come on here. Come on, come on here. Some of the trouble that I walked into the thick of trouble was my own making. And some of it is because I took a detour huh? and went the wrong direction. Some of it because I went down a one-way street backwards. Come on here. When I was in the thick of trouble, some of it was I was in the wrong environment. huh? What did he do? says, keep me alive in the angry turmoil. He kept me alive. He kept me alive. He kept me alive. All right. I was a do-right man. Some of you been do-right women? When you were do-right, uh-uh, I was a wrong-right man. Some of you are wrong-right women. But he turned us into a do-right man and a do-right woman because he didn't let us get so far away from him that he could not reach us. Say amen to that. All right. And with one hand, strike my foes with your other well, hold, hand. Well, I love it. With one hand, he knocked down your enemies. Yeah. And what did he do with the other hand? And with the other hand, save me. He saved me. Yes. You see? He saved me. I tell you people, quit stealing from God. Say, what am I stealing from God? What am I stealing from God? Your enemies. They his enemies. They ain't your enemies. You see? Are you with me? All right, I feel all good about this. All right. I have no idea. 
at the end of verse 8, it Got says, it. finish what you started in me, Finish God. what you started in me. There had been times in my life, the first time that I was dealing with cancer, you know, I was a little nervous. They're telling me I ain't got much long to live here, five or seven years to live. And, you know, I'm like, well, I'm getting a little bit nervous. That's a whole lot of work I got to do in five or seven years. But God said, oh, no, 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 no. See, they can't put a time limit on you because I'm going to finish what I started with you. And no man, in, no, no doctor, nobody can tell you when it's over but me. He's telling you all the same thing out here. He's telling you the same thing out here. What he started with you. I don't care how much you hurt him right now, how lonely you might feel right now, how disgusted and how busted you might feel right now. He's still got his hands on you because he's got something for you to do. All right? <laughs> All right. It's all right. Praise him. He's due to pre praise. God is good. Praise him up in here. All right. Then right. continuing at verse 8, it says, Your love. Wait a minute, they can't He's good. We ain't going to stop her from praising up in here. Are y'all crazy? Yeah. yeah. You see, I might, I might feel like one of these old Baptist preachers and grab this here and you'll be here for a while. But I just, you know what I'm saying up in here? All right, here we go. Your love is eternal. Don't quit on me now. Your love. God, your love is eternal. Don't quit on me now. Somebody say, God, your love is eternal. Don't quit on me now. Give God praise for that. All right. All right, so we are going to do verse 6 through 8 from the voice. All right, here we go. All right. Although he is greatest of all, yes. he is attentive to the needy. He's the greatest of all, but he's a, attentive. He's attentive to the needy. That's right. He'll supply you of your other needs. He's attentive to the needy. You see, when I needed a savior, he was there. When I needed to be rescued, he was there. You understand what I'm saying? You see? I, when my soul was empty, and dried from the stuff I had done, he filled it up because I was needy. Whatever your need is, I don't know what your need is, but he will give you what you need. He will attend to the needy. All right? And keeps his distance. And he what? Keeps his distance from the proud. He keeps his distance from the proud. Let him handle the proud. He'll keep the distance from the proud because he's tending to you. Yeah, he is. Whenever I walk into trouble, you when, are there. Whatever this? Whenever I walk into trouble. Whenever I walk into trouble. You are there to bring me out. He's there to bring me out. You hold out your hand to protect me against the wrath of my enemies. He holds out his hand to protect me from the wrath of my enemies. Are you with me? God is good. God is good. All right. And holds me safely in your right hand. He holds me safely in his right hands. Enemies can't touch me because I'm in God's hands. Doctors, good. We love them. I'm in God's hands. When they roll me down or roll you down there, just say, I'm in God's hands. I'm good. Are y'all with me? 
Okay? It doesn't matter what the economy is doing. Right. I'll never go hungry because I'm in whose hands? God's I'll never be lonely because I'm in whose hands? God's hands. All right. I will never be defeated because I'm in whose hands? God's All right. The eternal will finish what he started in me. He's going to finish what he started in you. And there ain't no age limit on it. I don't care how old you are in here. God will finish it. What he started on you. You see, he don't care if you have a cane. That might be your work. Show somebody how to walk with a cane. <laughs> you understand what I'm talking about? He's going to finish his work. Oh, yeah, I feel like preaching this morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your. Your faithful love, O eternal one, lasts forever. He's going to love me forever. Yes. He's going to love me forever. Yes. When you get born again. Yeah. You see, when you, they, they get it all wrong. They say, well, mama's passed away and she's gone on into the kingdom. Mama, when she took Jesus Christ as her personal Lord and Savior, she was already in the kingdom. Yeah. She didn't leave the body here. Yeah. Yes. Are y'all with me? And do not give up on what your hands have made. That's me. Say, God, don't give up. God, don't give up. Do this. For what your hands have made. For what your hands have made. All right. You ought to feel good about yourself this morning. All right. And now from the Amplified. Though oh, the Lord is exalted, he regards the lowly and invites them into his fellowship. He, he, he's inviting you into his fellowship. If you haven't been into his fellowship in a few minutes, the Isaacs will be up here and you give your life to Christ. He's invited. Don't be worried about who's looking at you. Because right. yeah. who's looking at you, you may not see them in heaven. You get your business taken care of. Right. All right. But the proud and haughty, he knows from a distance. Mm -hmm. So why are you trying to bring him into your life? God doesn't keep him a distance. Yeah. You want to hold of a hand. Get, get me out of this. Though I walk in the midst of trouble. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will what? Revive me. You will me. revive me. You will revive me. And you will stretch out your hands against the wrath of my enemies. I keep telling y'all, let him deal with your enemies. Huh? It belongs to him. I ain't even gonna deal with my, no God dealing with God dealing with that. Okay. And again, your right hand will save me. Yeah, keep going. The Lord will accomplish that which concerns me. He, what concerns you? He will accomplish it. What concerns you? All right. And your unwavering loving kindness, O Lord, endures forever. Say that again. He's he's talking to me. He's talking to you. He's telling us something. Your unwavering, loving kindness, O oh Lord, endure forever. Amen. Do not abandon me, the works of your hands. Amen. You ought to feel good? Look at yes. You ought to feel good. I wish I had a mirror up here. I would look in that mirror and tell God, I know that you are going to accomplish the works of your hands. I don't care what nobody thinks about how I look, how I walk, how I talk, what color my skin is, what color my eyes is. It's your handwork, and you love me the way you created me to be. You see? All right. 
Say, I'm the work of God's hands. I'm the work of God. So that satisfy me? And you can. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, so lastly, we're going to come from the passion. I'm feeling good about this. I feel good about this. Come on, give God a hand. Clap. All right. For though you are lofty and exalted, you stoop to embrace the lowly. You stoop down and embrace the lowly. These churches got, got churches don't want these people in there. We don't want gay folks in there, and we don't want... Drug addicts, we don't want fornicators, we don't, which is us, and we don't want liars, and we don't want this, and we don't that. And God said, Hold up! God said, Hold up! These are still my people. These are still my people. These are still my people. You see? You understand it? You see, some churches have a law, and the law is you got to be a certain way to to join their church or to be in their church. We don't go by their law. Right. We, ain't, we, ain't, we ain't putting no more laws. We going by the book. Huh? We going by the book. Because we understand what he's talking about here. Because we, some of us are grateful that we were those people and he did came down really low to get some of us and brought us up and we ain't gonna give somebody else a chance? Are you crazy? <laughs> you see? Because if I tell some of you all the things I've done, you would be shocked. That's right. Someone come up to me, well, I don't know if I pastor a few. I should say this. Girl, guy, I've done them things twice, and the ones I didn't do thought about. Go ahead and get me out of here. <laughs> but God worked on my life. Changed me. That's why I guess you all know he gets the worst people he can find and puts them in the pulpit. Because those people have been saved from something. We know we've been saved from something. That's why he picks us. Some folks ain't been saved from nothing, so they don't know the power of the by power of Christ. They don't know the power of the crucifixion, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But some of us low people who he reached down and brought up, we know the power of Christ. We know the power of Christ. And again, he says, yet you keep your distance from those filled with pride. He, yeah, he, he's, he's way away from me. I didn't even want to talk about them dudes. <laughs> and in verse here, 10. Look, I got to read it. Mm. By your mighty power, mm. I can walk through what? Any devastation. Any devastation. Oh, yeah. By your mighty power, yeah. I can walk through any devastation. You see, not on my own. Thank you. Not on my own but by the mighty power of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, because I'm filled with the Holy Ghost, I can walk through any devastation. You see, they haven't built a devastation that a child of God can't walk through. And you will keep me alive, reviving What? Me. You will keep me alive. And what? Reviving And you will revive me. All right? Your power set me free from the hatred of my enemies. Your power set me free from the hatred of my enemies. I got enemies that can't hate me no more. Because they found out it didn't work. Got enemies that called me because they found out that I had what they need. They had to bow down to the God in me to give them what they needed for their life. Oh, yeah. He says, I'll make your enemies your what? All right, here we go. 
Isaacs, be on your way up here because I'm with one more script and I'm up out of here today. <laughs> uh, here we go. You keep every promise you've ever made. God me. keeps every promise that he's ever made. Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy, but Jesus Christ promised us that I come to give you life and life more abundantly. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Go ahead. And since your love for me is constant and endless. Here's your love for me is constant and what? Endless. You know, there's a song called Endless Love, but they were talking about somebody. I'm talking about the real body. The real somebody. All right. I ask you, Lord, to finish every good thing. I ask you, Lord, to finish every good thing you started in Johnny Chesterfield, Jr. Yes. Amen yes. to that. Yes. All right. 